0: Seems golden bleak, and you just can't take it any more. Here it comes, that glimmer of hope, a light shine through the door. It's a hopeless show. With Aaron and Rogue, it woe. It's a hopeless show. With Aaron and Rogue, it (coughs) woe. Excuse me, I was just coughing up all the shit from this week happy episode 90 row
1: Aaron eats shit apparently
0: <laughs> yeah I eat shit I did I almost ate shit i almost fell, uh I'll get into it more but I was at the Dodger game and uh I almost tripped I kind of tripped on a stair and almost fell. like I caught myself but I almost fell hard on the cement in the uh in the stands, which would have sucked.
1: Oof, oof. What inning was it?
0: It was early. It was like before the right before the game started. Okay,
1: so only like third beer inning.
0: It was actually one beer. Like I was holding my first beer, so there was no excuse. Oh man, there wasn't an excuse to be like, oh, well, you know this. Yeah, it was a crazy game. It, like it just started. I was walking up with a friend, and I just like almost fell. Well,
1: oh, for that's no a- reason.
0: I, I was holding a beer. And my jacket.
1: Well, then that's a perfect uh, sort of transition to our theme, which is dodging things. Yeah. And, you know, whether it's certain hot button political issues that we don't want to speak with with people or dodging reality, dodging our feelings.
0: The Dodgers. The Dodgers.
1: We're going to cover all of it. And this that is our theme for today.
0: And has, before we go into uh, topic one, which I know is insane, um, what, uh, what's been going on with you this week, week and a half? We, I know we had a little time off, un- unexpected time off, but we are back. We're going to be bringing you shows week after week now. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. What's, um, what's been going on with you?
1: Well, you know, it's, we're in, what, in my personal job. This is the busiest time of the year for us from June through November.
0: I thought you were going to say from June through May. <laughs> <laughs>
1: kind of, but yeah, June through November is hellacious at times. So I'm, I'm in it. I'm in the thick of it, but I have a nice little uh, getaway this weekend. And so it'll be good to kind of just chill out.
0: Oh, yeah, there is a get. I, I, I have a getaway too, and It's weird because I think. They're the same getaway.
1: They could be the same getaway. We might run into each other (laughs) at the same winery.
0: We might run into even at the same house.
1: Yes. And the same dinners. And the same dinners. I'm sure we'll probably be sharing a bathroom as we have in previous getaways.
0: Yep. And (laughs) And the same porch when no one else wants to deal with us anymore.
1: Yes. Yes. And we also share, we'll share the disdain of the other people that are on the trip with us. Oh, yeah.
0: Once they all go to bed and we outlast all of them, we're going to complain about all of them.
1: Yes. And then what we're going to do the next day is dodge addressing any of our disruptive behavior.
0: Dodge everything. We're going to not take blame for all the things that we did. Remember last time there was something that happened where like someone came out like a couple came out to look for their dog. At like three in the morning. Oh, yes. And we like thought they wanted to talk to us and hang out with us.
1: Yeah. But they had
0: no interest in talking to us. Yeah, they were in
1: distress and we were just hanging out partying, just the two of us, at three in the morning in the middle of the woods. In the Um, middle of the
0: woods. And we were sure that they wanted our company and they had no interest in our company. Yep.
1: They they walked faster.
0: Yeah, they walked. (laughs) They got away from us. (laughs) Their immediate goal, they saw us and they thought, we got to get away from them fast. These guys, look nice. like they're, they're, these guys look like they're going to immediately judge us, which we would
1: have. Yes. And to continue our theme, Aaron and I continue to dodge being adults.
0: <laughs> yes. For <laughs> as long as we can. So let's go into topic one.
1: Topic one. Now, I'm Aaron, I'm going to talk to you as an adult. We are both adults. We're about the same. We're pretty much the same age. So I think we have some similar life perspectives. And here, you know me, I'm not one to generalize groups of people or individuals, unless they're politicians, but I'm not one to generalize people. I think I don't, like for example, in my field, professionally, uh, people are very much into like, gen- like generations and marketing to certain generations. Oh, hey, you got to talk to Gen Z this way. Oh, you got to talk to millennials this way. And Oh, all millennials think this. They're optimistic. Blah, 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 all that kind of crap, right? I don't believe in <laughs> yeah. any of that trash. Because you can't tell me everybody born between these certain 12 years is exactly the same and they think the same because that's dumb. Um, however, I will generalize for once for yeah, this please. segment. There was a Daily Mail article which was reporting on a Reddit thread, which is pretty much summing up journalism today. And what they, uh, what the whole thing takeaway was, and this was a trending thing on Twitter, feature hmm. trending thing on Twitter, was that they were saying that people need to stop using the thumbs-up emoji, and it's problematic, and they need to stop the behavior immediately. Why? The reason why is because uh, people in Gen Z... As many of them on Reddit attested to, they're saying it's best never used in any situation as it is hurtful.
0: Why is it hurtful?
1: Because they feel it's an emoji used by older people. They them feel? (laughs) Whatever they choose to identify as, if they're Gen Z, they're feeling this way apparently. (laughs) And... They feel that because older people use a thumbs up and because there is kind of an ambiguity, hey, thumbs up can be like, hell yeah, or it can be like, yeah, okay, cool. Or a thumbs up can be sarcastic. Okay, buddy. You know, like, and because they're not using words and because it feels like it's it's for older people, they feel it's hostile and that it is, it is problematic in the workplace to use it. And there's some clown ass woman in her 50s who's a professional consultant and her quote was, she's stressing to businesses. It's important to check in with your staff to make sure no one is offended by your emojis because the meaning of them can change between communities. So she is on a mission to support Gen Z in their effort to stop people from using thumbs up Because they are unable to compartmentalize that, okay, sometimes you can just say, yeah, with a simple thumbs up, that we're not like patting them on the shoulders, like, hey good job reading we are so proud of you hey uh, congratulations we believe in you here's a raise by the way and congrats again for reading this and here's another raise and hey you are great and you are amazing by the way here's another raise by the way you're amazing hey you're 21 do you want to be CEO because you deserve to be CEO now you've done three months of work and you sent half-assed uh, emails but you know I use that one emoji uh, the thumbs up now you could probably sue me for, for problematic behavior and yeah, it this these people are ridiculous and yeah that that's what I'm really hopeless about now, man.
0: I feel your pain. I'm there for you. And I do have hope. That's what, what I'm do here you got? for, right? I'm not yes. going to dodge this question. I'm not going to dodge this problem.
1: Like I'm the way that Gen it. Z is dodging, actually like trying to be an adult.
0: Yes. And here you just said it. So I believe every generation goes through their problematic phase. And their problematic phase is also the phase that starts defining them, but then the rest of all other people find them problematic. So, like baby boomers, from what I understand, or you know, knowing about baby boomers, they had like they were the disruptors. They were the ones who the generation before didn't quite understand, but then they grew up and kind of and became, you know, similar enough to the generation before. Uh, the next, what's after baby boomers, generation X. Uh, yeah, Maybe. it was
1: boomers, X, millennials, so,
0: Z. So X, millennials, and then the Z. So like millennials, which is us, we were the problem for a while to uh, Gen Y and baby boomers. We didn't understand. We were doing things that were disruptive. And then we grow up. We become adults, and we then think that the generation below is doing things that are stupid. So I think every generation goes through their, oh, my gosh, you're just so stupid phase, and they think they're so holy and righteous and better than. Then everyone grows past it. They take a few things from their generation as a part of who they are and overall become adults. I really believe it's a cycle that just constantly happens with each group. It happened with millennials. It's going to happen with uh, with Gen Z I do have a I do have a pro I, there is a problem I just thought of. What's we're that? out of we're out of letters.
1: Um it goes actually Gen Alpha was born, I believe, starting five or six years ago, I think Gen, Gen Alpha Alpha? Uh-huh.
0: I would not want to be called Gen Alpha. <laughs> That's like terrible. That's like the worst Gen well, Alpha. Or well, are they just going to be called the Gen A's
1: Well technically you can be like Nick Adams Yeah, um, yeah I thought some, that was a parody and it's No funny. he's not a parody So Nick me Adams too. if you guys know is a um, Trump knob Slobbing uh, Australian expat Living in US um, He pretty much is like senpai Notice me for Trump um, and wow, that guy's real He's real and he's recently been, he even tweeted, he changed his Twitter name to alpha male and he's talking about how much of an alpha male he is and how the (laughs) world is out to get alpha males like him and he's not joking. So technically, if you were born in gen alpha and you're a boy, you're an alpha male.
0: That's crazy. Yeah. And you have about as
1: much test. You can be a three-year-old boy and have about as much actual testosterone and logic as Nick Adams. Yeah.
0: More probably. Yeah. (laughs) So... That's but so back since we're we're kind of dodging the subject. Back to the uh, the subject at hand, which is my fault. Yeah, I, uh,
1: no, I think what you were saying, Aaron, it makes sense. Yes, we will all sort of be at one point in our lives. Old man yells at cloud, kind of on a printed Springfield Times newsletter, <laughs> right? Or Springfield yeah. Gazette. And the <laughs> my challenge to that, but I think I think you're mostly right. I think the challenge is like for the previous generations, Gen X, they fought for people to be able to express themselves and say whatever they want. Gen Z in many ways is fighting for people to not to say things that to not say things and to not do things. They are fighting.
0: They're pretty painful. Like the, the people who are the most outspoken, some of them, at least I'm just some are pretty painful. Like, and just the, the feely mushy, you've got to be so accepting and understanding of everything all the time makes, Me feel like they're not accepting an understanding of anything because Mm -hmm. they're so hyper aware they're actually not aware.
1: Yeah, I mean, and and again, I can't generalize all of Gen Z being like this, but it's just this article really kind of struck a chord. And I think that if you are having militarized niceness, it's not actual niceness. They want the world. They want to put a gun to the world's head to act with the good manners that they think. Uh, that they should have with no life experience. They're whatsoever. not
0: better people because they're saying that you can't use the thumbs up emoji. And so you know what I say to them? What do you giving say? them a big old thumbs big up, old right? Thumbs up, big old thumbs up right now. <laughs> thumbs up to them and uh, to whoever that sociologist is or psychiatrist or whatever who is trying to help people understand. You know what she needs to do? Something else with her life.
1: Yeah, she needs to sit on an old thumb because so she is. Yeah, and I want to call out her name because she sucks. Um, her name is Sue <laughs> Elson Sue Elson, if you're listening to this Two thumbs up, you are the worst <laughs>
0: Sue Elson
1: Yeah, Sue Elson Sue. The worst Sue
0: Sue yeah. is an odd name, like, oh baby You know what I'm gonna yeah. name you? Not Susan, Sue
1: Yeah, no one names a kid Sue anymore Because, no. yeah, like was, I don't know if Susan was the original Karen but... Wait, we
0: have to now we have to Offer an apology, I apologize to all the Sues who listen to our show yeah. Thank you for listening. We Unless you're me.
1: Susan Elson.
0: Unless you're Susan Elson.
1: No apology being issued.
0: No apologies. So we solved hope there, and we're not going to dodge the next next topic, except we kind of are, but we're not. We always talk about CryptoWatch and cryptocurrency in this show. But we haven't talked about it much lately because we've been dodging it. We've been giving it to... Uh, to do a very, very, very subtle transition. We've been giving crypto a big thumbs down lately. Because mm-hmm. it has not been, uh, Rohit, by the way, just gave me a thumbs down. While not doing you. The podcast. I no, gave you,
1: I gave NFTs. NF,
0: uh, he gave NFTs a thumbs down, but we, we do understand you can't actually see our gestures right now. Yes. So I'm just explaining what he's doing. So Rohit, tell, tell me a little, and I have something with NFTs that's actually hopeful. But tell me a little what, what's going on with crypto and NFT.
1: Okay, so as you guys have, who've been listening, you've really been able to follow our trepidatious and at times actually, oh, actually overall, mostly disastrous journey into the crypto <laughs> world. Um, and fortunately, I am so grateful. Aaron and I did not dip our toe too deeply into the NFT world. No, Mainly we because we talked about it a lot. We talked about it a lot, but it seemed almost harder than buying some of those altcoins that were twelve steps to buy in the past. We're like, okay, now we need a, a whole another system. For, so anyway, um, I, I went to game one of the National League Division Series between the it's Los Angeles Dodgers. This,
0: by the way, Rowan and I don't go over a lot of this beforehand. What like what we're each going to talk about, but we both have the exact same topic. Yes. for
1: uh for Crypto Watch. So And you know what? Fun. Yeah, it's and, th- and this is the hard part. So Aaron, let's let's play a little game. Um what was the giveaway for the Dodgers? Was it a bobblehead?
0: It was not a bobblehead.
1: Was it a mini bat?
0: It was not a mini bat.
1: Was it a um Oh, I don't know. A tiny batting helmet? A little batting helmet type thing?
0: Wait, let me think. Let me think back to last night. No. No, it was not.
1: Was it Maybe a medium Pepsi?
0: Um, it wasn't. It was not no. a medium Pepsi.
1: Because that would have been better. Would If you want to tell our audience, our listeners, a medium Pepsi would have been better than the giveaway that we got. What was the giveaway we got at the Dodgers game? I went to well, game one, you went to game two.
0: I got a Vin Scully, Fernando Valenzuela NFT. Um, and I think it's the first NFT that I've actually owned where I like have looked at it. I think it might be the first thing. It's, I think, the first NFT I've owned, right? So you, you actually went NFT. through with
1: it? You, like, got a wallet, added it to your wallet, did all that?
0: I just have a link, and I bookmarked it where I signed up, and I can see it.
1: Oh. So, and, and I have it. And you're just, and it's pretty much just a video clip, right? Or do they add graphics and design to it?
0: There's some graphics and design. It's okay. like an NFT, like, it's got, like, little glittery things and Vin and Fernando, what, what was your NFT?
1: Oh, here's the thing. I don't know. Cause I didn't even look at it and I didn't download it. I didn't accept it. I didn't even bother with it. I don't even know where in my spam email it might end up being. I yes. went to the super bowl this year. I didn't even bother. It's expired now. I didn't even bother claiming the NFT I, I got from going to the super bowl because I do really? not care. Yeah. Did not take it. Um, I don't even know what it was. I just know I had one and the link expired and I don't fucking care. Um, so.
0: Wait, real? so you're just, uh, going, uh, you're just going to ignore it. You don't want this at all. uh,
1: I don't want to have to put more than 30 seconds of work into it.
0: And keep talking for one second.
1: Yeah. It's, I don't know what I'm going to do with a gif that, Everybody else has that also went to the game. Nobody, nobody wants to own an NFT. Nobody gives a shit about NFTs. NFTs are a scam. I've been saying it since day one. Um, and I so have can, no I give, to, a, can I give can I give
0: a dissenting, a dissenting uh, comment on this? Sure. A little before we have a debate coming up, but this is before the debate. I just I feel a little differently. Yeah. I was excited about my NFT because it was free. One. So I didn't have to pay for it. And two, since it's the first one I think I've ever had, I am totally down with getting as many free NFTs as possible. And the idea that I got to get this NFT for free, it has Dodgers on it. And I also, you know what? I felt two things. One, I got it for free. And two, I really don't get these things. Like, what do you do with it? Like, I have it now. What do I do with it? Do I show people? Should I? Oh, should I post it on social media? Should I post a picture of it? I think I should, right?
1: I guess. Yeah, I mean,
0: but like, who cares? Should I show that, you it? Sure, because i I think I'm gonna I'm gonna care just because it's funny. Um, I'm gonna post a picture of my NFT on on my Instagram. So when you listen to this, you'll see my NFT. On Instagram, let me see where is it. Whoa, someone's trying to sell one of these for fifteen hundred bucks.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. Shit, I'm actually looking up to see if the fucking super. There's Bowl... my NFT. Um, uh, let me see where. Can you um, see it? Oh, I'm sorry. I was trying to look open up your Instagram. I didn't know you were showing it. Oh live. no, I'm
0: showing you live. Oh. Look at my NFT. Okay, it's kind of neat. It's doing okay. stuff,
1: and I was just looking at what what my Super Bowl NFT would have been had I claimed it. How do I um, share it? It would have been uh, a unique NFT specific to the seats that we sat in, which were really good seats. Um,
0: I'm gonna I what? How do I share my NFT? This is ba- this is bad podcast. We're gonna keep going because I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna discuss. I have no idea what to do with this uh, with this NFT. I don't even know how to share it. Like, I want to share it with people because it's digital and I don't even know how to do that.
1: Oh, shit. What? Um, apparently, one of the hottest NFTs were from the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> no. <laughs> God damn it. How much are they worth? Um, let's see. This, oh, God, when is this article from? Um, oh, this is from February. Um, they're saying they've been going for hundreds of dollars on the secondary market. Oh, man.
0: Oh, man. You could have paid for some of your ticket.
1: Yeah. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. Yeah, that's... Look. Oh, God. Oh, Crypto. actually, the cheapest they're going for is
0: $250. Look, this is the thing with CryptoWatch. <sighs> as you all know who listen to this show a lot, we are wrong most of the time, and by most of the time, all of the time. And this is a perfect example where Rohit, I wasn't there, I wasn't at the Super Bowl, but where Rohit made a grave error. He could have maybe hundreds, if not a $1,000, and instead he has nothing because he was against the NFT that now is worth lots of money. So right now you have seen in uh, in this show live, hopelessness made this shit sucks i'm sorry man well let's move on because i have no hope to give you except (laughs) this just got dark and depressing and ro it's just seeing the dollar signs flash in the toilet uh can you still get it
1: uh i'm i just googled it i don't think so (laughs) jesus
0: all right, well, we're going to go on to another hopeless topic. We're going to transition because it was, it was about the Dodgers. We were talking about Dodgers and NFTs, so it's our sports update. And it is time to talk about the Los Angeles Dodgers. I am terrified, Rohit. The Dodgers lost last night. It's one series is tied at one apiece. By the time you listen to this show, it'll have been decided, do the Padres or do the Dodgers win this series? They have, the Dodgers now have lost home field advantage. They have to play two in San Diego. And then if they win one of those two, then one at home. And uh, I'm – give me hope.
1: Well, I think that both teams have huge bats. I do – both, both teams got great pitching. But I do think your core of Turner-Freeman bets with probably some of the best, like, sort of supporting cast in baseball – I honestly think that the Dodgers just look like a team of destiny and they're so damn scary. They were the best team in baseball this year. You don't forget how to be that that fast.
0: Well, what's going like great. But now we don't have, I mean, so you think we can win 2 out of 3 now. It's a, it's a yes. 2 out of 3 series.
1: I have no I think you're going to win the next two. I think in it's going San to Diego. be San Diego. Yeah, I think you take them both.
0: With it, also I looked the the tickets in San Diego are so expensive compared to the ones at Dodger Stadium. It's a much bigger stadium here, but it's like just to get in is like three four hundred bucks, and then to get a seat is more. It's crazy how expensive. wow,
1: yeah. And then to
0: sit in like you know a decent seat, it's like six seven hundred.
1: I but you got some nice seats the the other day, by the way. Uh, How'd you get those in Dodger Stadium?
0: Um, I sold one of my NFTs from the Super Bowl.
1: <laughs> I just saw that some of the Super Bowl NFTs are going for
0: $10,000. What? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yep, 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 But you don't know which one. You could have no. had one of those. Like, it would have
1: been unique to my seat. I think the better the seats. And I sat field level on the 30. Fifth row, fifth row up. Those are good seats. Bowl. Those are really good seats. Well,
0: look. Maybe go get your NFT from the Dodger game.
1: Yeah.
0: It, ha- it has Vince Scully. I know, maybe I might as well just do that.
1: I hate everything. But anyway, please continue.
0: So um, I'm just I'm very nervous. Uh, I, I your prediction is that I think it'll go five games, it'll come back to Dodger Stadium, and mm-hmm. I hope I think we will win it in five.
1: You win it in five, yeah. And then I mean,
0: play the Phillies or the Braves. Um which in both those teams sound terrifying.
1: So I that, yeah. Here you know something interesting? The last time the Phillies uh I think the last time the Phillies made the World Series, they, they beat say the like, well, oh, yeah, the Astros, and won they played, today they beat, too. and they beat, they beat Tampa uh, in the World Series. But they say that every time that the Phillies are in the World Series, it's at the beginning of a huge economic downturn. It's like an indicator. <laughs> That's great news. Yeah. Well,
0: so, I want to dodge that topic and move on to our debate.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We're going Well, I don't actually, yeah. Even CNBC, by the way, um, has reported on it. Uh, could affiliates or just trigger an economic downturn? History says yes, but logic says no. Hmm. Um, but yeah, there's, it, this is, this would be the fourth time and we are now hitting the, we now just hit the large, the biggest inflation in 40 years in this country. Really? So, yep. Uh, so this is an all, and it's looking really bad. So, um, Things are out of you know, out of our control, out of even our own president's control. This is, it's, we're headed towards a really bad time.
0: It's worldwide. So, I was just in Canada. Yeah. And uh, and our dollar crushes there. So like, yeah. it's worldwide. This isn't like a United States thing. This is a worldwide thing going on right now.
1: It's so people out there, if you value your retirement, if you value your home, your family, your job, you need to root against the Phillies. <laughs>
0: And, and if you notice, we've been dodging lots of topics today. We've been floating around. We've been all over the place, and there's a reason. It's the theme of the day. Yeah. So that's, let's uh, go right into debate. our debate. Yeah, let's yeah. go into the debate. Things are really bleak. So here is the debate. So a big thing that happened um, this week and continues to happen is the big hearings of, uh, against uh, Donald Trump. There's, if you can't follow all the things against Donald Trump, I don't blame you. There are so many things. He's like being, uh, he's being, he's on trial for so many things or he's being sued or he could go to jail. Like there, the number of things that he's done, it's, I, I can't keep track. But the, the hearings are specifically about, because there were a few things today. There was something about, the Supreme Court isn't going to hear his thing to about the leaked documents. And then he also moved documents when he heard they were going to search the documents, <laughs> tried to hide them. I mean, there's just so much. And then, But the hearings are specifically – this is what the debate is. The hearings are specifically about January 6th. And today, from what I understand, it came out that on January 6th, they have proof and witnesses who say that who worked with him who say that um, no matter what, on that day he was gonna say he won. He had been it had been premeditated that he was gonna say he won, no matter the results of the election. And on top of that, he he was gonna say he won. He didn't do anything to stop the riots in the Capitol, and what they have done is they have they have deposed Donald Trump. They want to depose him so that he can answer questions. Not Basically, so he can defend himself. So he can say, here's why I'm innocent. Um, and he, his rebuttal was he thinks that this hearing is a laughingstock and a joke. And they're just wrong about everything. So my question to you, Rohit, in this debate is, do you think these hearings were worth it or a waste of time?
1: biggest waste of time and actually so counterproductive because one, I don't think I, Trump is going to walk whether he's guilty or not. He's going to walk because the closest they got to tie him is like, Oh, he didn't try hard enough to tell people not to do something. There's no evidence of him asking people to riot. There's no evidence of him like, you know, uh, or I guess there's, there's no evidence that he, him in his own defense, he can't say that he tried to stop it, but like, there's not enough to tie it. Well, he and did. Yeah, he, uh,
0: he did tell people to go to the Capitol, and uh, and he said, he, and he knew that they were armed.
1: There's been a million Capitol protests. He but this can is just part say, "I've debate. done."
0: This is yeah. part of the debate.
1: The thing is, there's been a million Capitol protests for everything from you know women's rights to civil rights. Even there was Capitol protests for just there was. Had, there had to be protective fencing put up around the White House uh, when Trump was in office because of actual threats and everything like that. So the 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 Capitol Building, the White House, there's been there's been protests as long as there's been those buildings. And so I don't think that uh, him saying, "Hey, go protest," is an incitement to violence. He didn't say go like smear shit on the walls or take Nancy Pelosi's podium. Um, <laughs> both hilarious things. I will once again state. Um, the he didn't tell people to do that. There is no proof of him telling him to do that. All he can say is go protest. What you would I think is, is, is the right thing. And people are allowed to protest. That's literally built into our constitution. You have a right to protest. So you there is nothing tying him to any actual violence. Um and that's and they have nothing. And here's the thing he's gonna walk away scot free, and this only hurts because again, they have not been able to cat get that clown on anything. Not one thing they've thrown at him in the past six years is stuck. Not one. And this one is flimsier than the previous stuff they tried to throw at him. So, this is such a waste of time. It's such a waste of money. It's a spectacle. And it's hilarious to me. Um, you know, I, we are it's, it's, we're a country that wastes resources. Um, and we're continuing to waste resources with this. And I find it funny.
0: So I'm going to disagree with you here. Not fully. I do think... There is a bit of a waste of time here, just because. When all is said and done, are they going to really get him for the he- for the January sixth? Probably not. I think they're going to get him for some of this other stuff, which I think was illegal. And
1: but that that's a whole different trial, though. But like, I know
0: we're on the hearings. Yeah. But I do think he did a few things that were very legal that these things these hearings brought up. He knew that those people were armed because he was briefed beforehand that they were armed. And he said he knows they're not here to get him. So let everyone in because the mags, the metal detectors broke. And so he told them, knowing that they were armed. To go to the Capitol,
1: but they weren't. Nobody went inside the Capitol armed. They didn't have anybody find anybody with weapons that went inside the Capitol.
0: They, he knew that they were armed, but, who, who went in with weapons or not?
1: But they, but he, he can't know they were armed if nobody was armed. They were though. Who was People, armed?
0: They confiscated guns,
1: but not inside the White House. They're blocks away.
0: Okay, so they never made it there. He's still, but knowingly- they weren't even
1: ever trying to be there. If they, if, if these guys were trying to bring weapons in, and first of all, they were being escorted in by security. They opened the gates and they, they, so they, they, they let people in. Okay, and if they wanted to bring guns, they could have got them. Why didn't they do that? Did they forget?
0: You probably
1: no. That's the thing. I think I think people are applying juvenile logic to what was just a really cringe protest with some really out of touch people that had no idea about how to like read election results or believe you know proper election results. It was a protest but protests don't have to be based on truth. They literally don't nobody ever says they have to be but nobody brought in. This wasn't a normal
0: protest. This was a protest that ended in people losing their lives and police getting attacked and hurt.
1: Yeah, we've seen a lot of those Mm -hmm. a lot of them
0: but this is about this one
1: because sure.
0: in, in other ones, people do go to jail. They're just not the president.
1: Yeah. And the only person that died on the scene was one of the protesters.
0: No, a police, a, a Capitol police woman died. Days later,
1: but not on the scene. Oh,
0: sorry. Not on the scene. But I'm saying thing.
1: it's, it's how, I mean, how many cops have died in protests over the past few years? Right. A lot.
0: Yeah. But that's not, Rowett, That that's not an excuse for this. I know. When, I'm when, saying when it's not. When protests happen, the people who instigate the protest the people who lead them the people who are the initiators they face ramifications
1: yeah but this protest wasn't that bad this protest was funny it was cringe so do you think
0: when one person is murdered it's like oh that's not that bad but when 10 people are murdered well no that's bad this
1: is about the murder if we're talking about the merits of the protest and the actual outcome of the everybody dies during protests right we've seen enough people die in protests over the past few years Right. So this doesn't differentiate itself because even less people died in this one. Right? That's so 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 if it's so if you're gonna bring up people dying, then you gotta address okay, then why was there not the outrage at the other ones? Right? Why are we not on trials for that? Then if but you there have look was at the merits of this protest. No, there wasn't. There was no there wasn't.
0: There were the outcome like people faced ramifications. It just doesn't get the media attention.
1: We had elected people like Maxine Waters telling people get in people's faces, make life uncomfortable. We literally had People sitting in office inciting violence that then did happen. But I don't think, that's right. On them.
0: I don't think that's right either. I don't think her sure, doing that is right Sure, but why either. are we
1: going after this one? Versus a guy that wasn't even there, wasn't even telling people to get violent, whereas she's telling people to get violent.
0: It's because this person who's doing this, it's like he's doubled down times a zillion. Instead of like, just this could have been over so long ago if Donald Trump would have just said he lost this damn election?
1: Sure, I don't disagree with you, but you, I was saying there's nothing that will, ca- they, they do not have anything, to, I've been saying this since, we had this from our podcast, I don't know, months ago, we talked about when these trials started, I told you from day one, nothing will happen of this, this is a big fucking waste, and it's continuing to be a big waste, they're not gonna get him on anything in this trial, he's gonna walk, and it was all this protest was, it was cringy people, cringily protesting an election that they actually lost, and smearing shit on the walls and stealing podiums, And yeah, they were climbing walls and shit, whatever, but it was no worse than any other fucking protest we've seen recently. Who cares? And honestly, better take it to the house of power because these fucking evil bastards on fucking Republicans, Democrats, they're the ones that are ruining our actual lives. Fuck them. I'm okay with anybody, anybody taking protests to the houses of power because fuck politicians and fuck the government.
0: Well, there you have it. There's Roe's closing (laughs) argument.
1: I don't care who's in office. Fuck your government and fuck your elected officials.
0: And we'd love to hear what you think of this debate. (laughs) Um, I think that there is some merit to it. I don't think it's fully, I don't think it's the most important thing going on. And I actually don't think it's the thing that's going to get Trump. I think these other things are going to get
1: him. Sure. That's a different trial. And I don't disagree with you. He should not have taken documents. He should not have been lying about it. He should not. Like, I'm sorry. When you get kicked out of the White House, which thank God he was yeah. and he rightfully was sorry, bro. You got to leave your fucking shit in the office. You can't take that stuff home with you. No, hell no, hell no. So I think that's a different trial and I think they maybe get him on that, but it's like, it's going to go if he, cause he's got really good lawyers and you know how it is. Does but he like, have good lawyers? <laughs> I mean, actually it's a good question. I don't, they, th- he's got, they're, I'm they're fucking trash people that are defending them um, like legally, like they're like Michael, whatever his name was, Avenatti or whatever. That dude, he was a bully. He was literally his whole job was to find shit on other people. That's an evil fucking guy. Right. So I think he's in jail now. Um, oh, so he's got he surrounds himself with dirtbags because he is a dirtbag, And. But the thing is, being a dirtbag doesn't mean you're guilty for things like the January 6th thing, like he can't be tied enough to that to uh, to to do anything to him. But I do think they'll maybe get him some minor charges with illegal possession of materials, but they're not going to get him on treason or any of that stuff. Dude is gonna be chill. And that's Well, that's he's the never going to be accept. chill.
0: I think Donald Trump and the word chill are ne- are never <laughs> associated with each other. He is going- anti-chill. He's like, gonna be orange chill,
1: orange. which is like the best flavor of those pops. Like that. remember those? Like those? Oh, like yeah. those once Like you know, you had to cut the tube and your it would lacerate your it tongue. Tasted like uh, or, yeah.
0: what was the orange drink at the malls? Um, oh
1: god, The shit that hurt your throat in the little barrels. I like that. What was it called? Oh those those things you get at like all no, the orange what? drink, like the oh, orange Julius. Orange
0: Julius, that was good.
1: Yeah, he's more like orange Brutus. Orange Brutus. Well. Yeah, he you, assassinated the nation.
0: You tell you tell us what you think. who do you agree with in this yeah. heated debate on the Hopeless yeah. Show?
1: By the way, I don't want people to think I am endorsing Donald Trump. The only thing I will praise and endorse him for is having the greatest Twitter account of all time. What I will not is I don't nothing that he really does as a leader, uh, quote unquote leader. Don't agree with him. So I am just being realistic of what I think is going to happen.
0: All right. Well, and what I think did happen. Well, let's move on now from the debate to a very simple topic that made me feel very hopeless. Oh, I think it's. Oh, no. Yeah. I really uh, didn't like this one. But I have to. I have to do it. I have to talk about it. Um, Kanye West and Jew hate.
1: Are we pro or anti Jew hate in this podcast? I. Uh, because this will affect how I address your... Oh, okay. Oh, I see. I, right. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm
0: all right. Kidding. Well, I mean, I was just trying to think, like, <laughs> as a Jew, if if I'm just self-loathing or not. No, no I'm just messing with you. So, um, But anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. So, Jew hate has been around for thousands of years. And Kanye West, for those who don't know, probably most people saw, he... And put out some tweets and made comments on some shows hating Jews and saying it, not backing away from it, just straight up saying it and saying he wants to go Defcon three on Jews. And uh, th- and basically, and basically, because he's had a few bad interactions, I guess, with people who were Jewish, he thinks
1: or concussions. Has he played in the NFL or the like, NFL? What? <laughs> yeah, like...
0: But this what's what's awful to me about this and where words can be brutal in this day and age is so many people adore Kanye West that his Jew hate and these words that he uttered make other people follow his Jew hate and it's on his Twitter and Instagram you know people defending him defending his words further bashing Jews for nothing like I'm Jewish. I did nothing like we are people. We're just a group of people who exist in this world. There's uh there's some similarities, kind of, but not really. Like we're there's a whole range of different types of Jewish people. And for him to just blanket statement, say that he hates Jews, it just makes me feel hopeless. And it really makes me feel hopeless because of the the reach that Kanye has and how these words it's not like he uh, he said he's there's not even gonna there's no apology and I really an apology doesn't matter once you say something like that there's not really a going back for a while and uh, and this is exactly how this uh, further this is exactly how Hitler rose to power with starting to spread words in um, newspapers and stuff and in speeches subtly hating Jews and blanket statement hating Jews that's how nazism started so that's i feel hopeless about this and it just kind of sucks that we're at this in this era and
1: yeah yeah i think it's what's interesting though if it makes you feel any better it's you know i i i, I love to be an observer on like you know black twitter and you know black ig cuz I don't know. I, I I like the music. I like just to kind of like just see what's happening, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And it's like you know, it, it's, uh, I'm what I'm seeing a lot of it is is especially you know even before or around the same time as he was kind of doing his anti-Semitic shit recently. You know, he was Kanye was walking around on the runway with White Lives Matter, and um,
0: but can I just interrupt that? Yeah. This also pisses me off, is that because of the White Lives Matter thing, all of a sudden it became political hating Jews and what Kanye said. And it was like, if you defend Kanye, it's Republicans, MAGAs were defending Kanye because of the White Lives Matter thing. They're separate things.
1: Yeah, it's- One some
0: fashion political statement and another thing is being anti-Semitic.
1: There's, and I think, and that's the part that gets me, man. You have a party that's talking about, hey, having dignity and having morals and high standard of being, but then they are willfully ignoring. Black Lives Matter as a slogan, I mean, by the way, did you know that Black Lives Matter as a organization you're not allowed to donate it to in California and other states because of all the fraud cases that they're involved in. But as a statement... Wait,
0: but I feel like you're dodging my... my
1: no, 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 no. I'm getting to that. This is just an, as an aside. So, but I'm getting to the point. So, White Lives Matter, I don't think we need to cover it that much on the show. White Lives Matter is the most insensitive statement because the statement and the call to Black Lives Matter came as a result of being treated like they don't matter especially when it comes to interactions with police, positions of authority. Right. So they're, in the same way, it's like, you know, someone could come up and like, oh, my foot's broken. My foot matters. Can you please take care of it? And <laughs> someone guy's like, well, I have a foot too. My foot matters. And he's perfectly fine kicking a soccer ball around. Right? So like, it's a terrible analogy, but it's a good analogy. Now in the same way, Kanye, what he's been doing rocking the White Lives Matter, pushing all that shit. It's kind of pick me shit. Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, look at me. I'm one of the, you know, I'm one of the good ones. Which what it does say is like, who is he trying to impress? The same people. The same people. Yep. That discriminate against people like him. Okay. Now, he didn't just then back up and say, hey, listen, I'm wearing White Lives Matter because of this No, he just, he started wearing it more and pushing it more. And then he started going down the Jew hate. Yep. Now, the people that are defending and I think this is a very, this is a nuance. The people that are defending Kanye for white lives matter, defending his words. I think that's a pretty scummy, disgusting thing to do. And I think fortunately most people aren't like that. Now the idea of disagreeing with what he has to say and saying it is hurtful. It's painful and problematic, but technically it's not illegal for him to say it. Um, I think there's a case to be made there, and I think what you have to be, and that this is, now this is how I'm wrapping up my point: the same people that are fighting for the freedom of speech should also be fighting for the responsibility with speech, mm-hmm. right? Good. And I think that is what the key component that's missing. And I think that the idea of freedom of speech is like, yeah, say there's no, you're you're not free from consequences. Actually, technically, freedom of speech means you are free from consequences, especially from the government, things like that. But the what they are missing is you can't. For example, it's you're, you can legally own a gun. That doesn't mean you should go firing it into the air. It doesn't mean that you should be shooting things. You have to have a responsibility. Of- and your words do matter so because we are a country that allows you to have this word the party that is trying to protect the ability to use words needs to also self regulate and then say listen you can say that, but don't say that shit and stand up for what is right Mm -hmm. versus doubling down and just only protecting his right to use words not trying to guide and say listen no yes you can use those words but those are fucked up and we don't stand with that here's this reason that this, 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 We support Israel, blah, 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 right? All that kind of shit. That's what's missing here. And that's the scummy thing. And I think that is what I'm also pretty upset about is that if you want to protect a right and defend a right, you have to also defend the responsibility to use it and also kind of like wield it. So, so that way we don't give people a reason to want to take it away. And I think what they are doing now is not advocating for decency and fairness, and just treating people with dignity, and so it's it's that is the really disappointing thing. Is the good thing, Aaron, is I think those people are yes. Nazism started small. There's no lie about that, and I do understand that that your people have had to deal with anti-Semitism for about two thousand years. Yeah, more. Yeah, um, yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. When you were building some pyramids and shit, I'm gonna take the over um, on that one. Yeah, but it's been a long time, right? And, dude, I'll tell you this, man. I went to Catholic school growing up. I heard Jew jokes growing up. I never met a Jewish person until I was in eighth grade when he, this guy, my friend Anthony, moved into our neighborhood, became one of my really close friends. Rest in peace, Anthony. Um, but he, like, I, was, I, I had nothing against Jewish people. I was like, I was like okay, these kids are mean. Because they also made racist jokes to my face about me, like every day, yeah. all day. Um, so I heard, so I automatically associated, okay, well, they make fun of me. They make fun of Jewish people. They make fun of gay people. I was like, Oh, these are marginalized people before I understood what that word meant. And I automatically associated myself. I was like, okay, I don't want to be in that group mm. that brings hatred as, as just a point of conversation and to- and talking. I'm sorry this went so long, but what, what the hope I'm trying to bring you yeah. is that there's more of us together <clears throat> that don't spread hatred. And I'm, Trust me, and I think listeners, longtime listeners, will know I am an ardent supporter of free speech. Say the worst, say whatever you have, but know that you have a responsibility. I don't think you should say it, but I protect. I want to protect speech. You know, freedom of speech, is about to protect speech you don't agree with. But however, it's also people using that speech to self-reflect, learn, have dignity, and use the, ideally use your speech to lift up and to build up, not tear down. And I think that right. is. I think if if. I don't know if it brought you any hope whatsoever, but just know that it's that, that you're in good hands here with, with your community here in LA with me, with all the people that, that do not tolerate this and hell, even the large people Kanye started getting people turning on him at this point. He, he's just the crazy uncle that nobody takes seriously anymore. He's a joke.
0: Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of people don't think that, but I mean, I, what you said was beautiful and, and also I'll just add to it. That I think one important thing, when people speak like he did, it is so important to not be quiet and to not let it roll off your shoulders. To at least put social media, like put a statement, write on social media, comment back. Like do not, do not let it just go away. Because being complacent is also what started, what started many hate movements is when the other side is complacent.
1: Yeah. And I think, and there was, a, and just to wrap this up, I think with that, and you know, I think Aaron and I are in a group chat with some people, um, a couple other guys and they, you know, I think when the topic goes, I kind of said, I was like, I don't agree with a word he says. And I really dislike him for it. I'm just in awe that one person that's not a politician can have this much conversational sway and actually like have this much of an influence. And we haven't seen that in a long time. And that's something you're like, wow. Um, so I think there's, it's, we, we, he is a controversial figure. And a lot of times I think he just tries to be edgy just to be edgy. Um, but he's not a very smart guy. I think he's a very talented, creative person, but he's not someone that is qualified to really have any educated statements about Judaism, no about race, about politics, about a lot of things. Um, so I think people have, he's been exposed for who he is, who he really is.
0: Well, let, we'll hope on The fact that I hope he, uh, just goes away. Yeah, hope he goes away. I think,
1: yeah, yeah he's it, it's going to be hard to come back from this.
0: And uh, so, speaking of comebacks, perfect transition for it to to go to the end, the last part of our show, hopeless TV. And there is someone making a comeback with a a movie series. His name is Liam Neeson. The movie series is. The Naked Gun. That's right. Liam Neeson is going to be starring in a remake of the Naked Gun movie, formerly starring, rest in peace, Leslie Nielsen. And now we have Liam Neeson in Naked Gun remake reboot. I feel hopeless about this just because I love Liam Neeson movies, but I like when they're not jokes. Naked Gun, for those who don't know, is a parody movie. I like when they're not jokes. I just watched on uh, on a flight. I watched a movie, The Marksman. Knew exactly what was going to happen the moment it started. Loved it anyway. He goes. He meets a kid. Usually has a dog. Uh, someone gets hurt or killed. He has to go get revenge. Someone sometimes messes with his dog. That makes him way more mad than the brutality that happened to the human. And then he really has to go make them suffer and he beats them. I love those movies, but they're not parodies. I feel hopeless because I don't want to see Liam Neeson in a parody of the very moot type of movie he's very good at making.
1: What if though, what if we've never been given the chance to see that Liam Neeson might actually be funny. Oh I bet the- he is Lesley's- funny. Le- I know I've Les seen Lee him Nielsen's-
0: on shows and stuff. Talk show he's funny. Is I'm- he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even know that.
1: Yeah. Um but here's the thing, Leslie Nielsen, there was a running gag where I think he was being interviewed And he would just have Like a fart machine on <laughs> And he would just like Fart through the interview And the interview would be like right, do, Should we cut? He's like No I, I don't know I didn't hear Like a Yeah You know And so That's funny The dude was like Constantly Being Leslie Nielsen Whether it's in the movies Or out of the movies He was the same guy um, And I don't see that From Lee Nielsen So I understand that But do you know Will this movie continue To be a comedy? Yeah Okay Because like For done those by younger the listeners The guy
0: who did uh, Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers New movie <coughs> which was good
1: okay which i didn't see i refused to see it because it didn't make sense to me that you would have different animation styles it does if characters. you see the
0: damn movie okay
1: okay then maybe a, yeah to me i was like this is bullshit it's like paper mario that game where mario was just like a 2d piece of paper that slides with these i was like i was like no this is wrong it should be illegal um yeah so i,
0: I see your point there <laughs>
1: <laughs> um and for our younger listeners, Naked Gun, I think it was a kind of a spoof on the Bond movies. But it's famously, like about a
0: really uh, famously, star of at least one of them, maybe a couple of them, was O.J. Simpson. Was in? Oh, that's right. At least one of the Naked Gun movies, maybe multiple. I don't remember.
1: Who I'm sure we all know by his Hertz rent a car ads. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so do so. You're not giving me really any. I just. I hope oh, it's no, good. No. I hope it's good. I just like, I don't want to see someone parody the thing he's good at.
1: Let's just watch it together. When is it coming out?
0: They haven't made it yet. They just announced. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Um, here's my hope. One, we're going to watch it together and then have a good discussion right after. But two, let the man, Liam Neeson be funny and maybe he's going to crush it. And then it'll just be a way for him to reinvent the rest of his career and not be tied to the guy having dad fantasies, which is a fantasy about saving your family.
0: (laughs) And, um, (laughs) that's funny. You made you got me, Rohit. And now let's uh, let's move to um, our quit our segment. Guess the BTS because it's, this is a quick one. We always talk about our favorite K-pop band BTS. They unfortunately broke up recently, but can you guess what what happened to them, Rohit? Did they get stuck on a train? <laughs> hey, you're wrong again. He Rowett, <laughs> For those who are newer to the show, he gets these wrong all the time.
1: I've gotten like one or two right.
0: He's gotten one or two right. They are reuniting already. (laughs) I fucking called it. You did. (laughs) They're reuniting. Within the year. They're reuniting already in the uh, South Korean city of Busan, a port Mm -hmm. city, where they're going to have 50,000 people at their show. Hottest ticket. It's on. It's, uh, I think, in a week, maybe in a few days. And it is because they want the World Expo in the city of Busan. So they're doing this show to raise raise awareness for Busan so they can try to get the World Expo in South Korea. So they are already I think, reuniting.
1: And if you guys want to learn more about Busan, there's a great movie called Train to Busan, um, which was, I think, like five, six years ago. Um, and it's about a, a guy going to visit his daughter Um and it's a zombie apocalypse breaks out. And it's like a really good movie. It got a lot of critical Ooh, acclaim. They should yeah, show that Korean, movie before, before
0: the concert.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Which is could be what the hordes of BTS fans are acting like. <laughs> As they,
0: zombies. Um, yeah. So, all right. That's our BTS update. And now it's Hope in 60 Seconds time. We have three for you before we wrap up the show.
1: Yes. And Quick Aaron, hope. We
0: need it. And we, we've been dodging lots of... I feel like this episode, we have been dodging so many things. We've been all over the map because we're here to dodge things for you on this episode. This is the dodging episode.
1: And I'll tell you what, we're going to be really strict with our rules. Aaron, as soon as the timer buzzes, we are stopping. We got to stop talking. We're really going to hit 60 seconds. Okay. All right. right, And you go now. So, veganism
0: is in trouble because the number one bankroller of veganism is the meat industry <laughs> this according to uh something on bloomberg give me hope because i just think that's the most stupid thing ever
1: oh my god it's kind of like when the cigarette companies would do the anti-smoking campaigns just to sort of say oh yeah listen we, we, we we're they're paying we're paying for exactly advertising against their own products they're probably tanking veganism um just to make it seem like unappealing putting out all the veganism hate um, man, big business. Uh,
0: <laughs> you you still have time. Shit. You still have time. Okay,
1: okay. Here's, here's hope. Maybe somebody can infiltrate one of these big meat companies and actually make a good vegan campaign and then, that, and then destroy it from within.
0: Okay. I feel hope. Well done. Hope gonging it. Bong. Bong. And time is up. Your turn.
1: Yep. That was with a few seconds to spare. All right. I'm going to go two in a row here. Uh, I'm going to be quick. Um, All right, this one just started. So we already just talked about, you know, the the horrible things that Kanye West said. And actually, he got his J.P. Morgan Chase account. They canceled it because of his tweets. Um, I think it's kind of dangerous to have someone losing their banking and access to their money for saying words as no matter how insensitive they are. When even Jeffrey Epstein, who belonged to the same bank, after he was convicted of raping children, um, still did not have his account canceled. How do we find hope?
0: I have tons of hope because, and maybe it's bias, but I'm just basing it on this thing that you just said. Uh, if someone is uh, being an outward anti-Semite and has the reach he has to continue to influence people, others to be anti-Semites, I, uh, I say they're a private business. They can do whatever they want. And I, if, I had that, if I was in charge of that business, I would want no part in. it. Uh,
1: then him. what if nobody will bank with him? Like then, all of a sudden, he gets deplatformed as a person because of his thoughts, wrong thoughts, because of his thoughts. Tough. I'm not getting hope from that because that's some fascist shit. Um, so yeah, um, I agree to that disagree. there's some evil think, people that uh, have not lost. I form. think
0: if yeah. you have evil in your heart, any private entity can choose whether to serve or not serve you.
1: Yeah, then one day people are going to determine what's evil when it's not, and then you're going to well. Locked, apparently, so. we're
0: going to be screwed for the thumbs up.
1: Um, yeah well a th- big thumbs up to Gen Z and it's a thing hey imagine they wanted to us lose our bank accounts because of shit we said in here like imagine that it's like I'm just saying it's it's anyway uh, alright uh, this will give you a lot of time um, wait we might have already talked did we talk about alpha male we already talked yeah, about alpha did. male oh
0: Rohit almost yeah. double you know there's double bagging and there's double hoping
1: yeah, we're just going to give the audience their time back. Skip that one. Well, we, um, we, have,
0: we have a fun submission to end our show. Yes. To end our crazy dodging show where we purposely dodged lots of things, if you didn't notice. We've, uh, we've covered it all, and we have a submission from Ragnar from New Jersey where Rohit grew up. Ragnar mm-hmm. from New Jersey had this to say to me. Aaron, California sucks. It has the highest poverty rate in the country. Rohit. Uh, thank you, Ragnar, for your kind submission. Uh, Rohit, do you have anything to say to Ragnar about uh, California?
1: So, so Ragnar, I will admit California sucks with some things. Every state has suckage. There's no perfect utopian state that doesn't exist anywhere. And yes, you can focus on some of the shittier things about California. We got some. There's there is uh, you know there's a lot the. Decaying middle class The poverty The homelessness The taxing of 50% of your income The smog laws They all suck ass um, <laughs> But that's a minor thing to put up with When you have Which we've already talked about the show so many times Such a high standard of living Great jobs Beautiful weather Really good sports teams Hollywood Hiking Beaches Deserts Mountains California rules California fucking rules Ragnar and I grew up in New Jersey I'm qualified to say this man like I don't plan on moving back to Jersey anytime soon I'm sure you could say oh fuck you Jersey he doesn't want you back okay fine I still love New Jersey I'm still a Jersey boy but I don't think that you want anybody wants to get into a tit for tat why your state sucks with California because I think California has the least amount of suckage compared to the great majority of states in this country which I do love so much and I love New Jersey but man I can start listing off things that suck about New Jersey that I'm not gonna do um, (laughs) because we're running out of time and I love my home state so I would just say man listen like you can focus on the negative and shit but like where California does suck we make up for it in so many other ways That that's why sometimes when you move out here you never want to leave
0: and I will uh, second what Rohit said Ragnar and just add don't use the media as a place to base your opinion on a given state i have been to for work for work mainly i've been to places all over the south where they have very different uh lot of lot of magas out there a lot of people are who i would supposedly not like and i've had a blast in the south i've had many good times in different parts of places where the media the liberal media or the mid, mid moderate media would say oh these places are racist and anti-semitic and all that and i've still had a great time so don't base yeah. your opinion of a place or a state on the liberal or conservative media
1: yeah, you know if you do find yourself out in los angeles we'll get a beer with you and we'll prove you wrong you'll have a good time happy to do it. i guarantee yeah. you
0: anyone comes to california go to a lot of parts of it la san francisco san diego you'll have a good time
1: (laughs) it's literally the best i love it so much
0: and so with that we've we've dodged we've dodged many a topic we have and we've hopefully provided you hope i'm aaron the aaron wolf on social he's vohit for rohit on social and it's a pleasure to be with you thank you for putting up with our nonsense today and until next time hope is dope
1: Yeah, and I'll see you, Aaron, I'll see you at a winery until we get kicked out of one. Oh, we're going to get kicked
0: out next week. We're bringing stories of us getting kicked out of wineries. Yes, it's going to be amazing.
1: And I'm wearing my Crocs. I don't care what (laughs) other people
0: say. Ro, it's going to get kicked out so fast. All right.
1: I'll get kicked out before I get in. Um, So, yes.
0: So we will bring you those stories next week.
1: Stay hopeful.